fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like... Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. No Fun with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. I Weigh with Jamila Jamil. And WTF with Mark Marin. And so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code fake headlines for one month free. <laughs> Bye. everybody and welcome to fake headlines podcast episode number 101.5 101.5 soft rock 101.5 on your dial uh we don't have dials anymore do we what's a dial I, exactly like the soap <laughs> yes <laughs> they now make uh, antiquated radios <laughs> out of soap no i think radios still have dials they do right yeah. yeah well i don't think they have buttons anymore like i remember a car radio when I was a kid had like buttons you'd pr- you'd push in like to... Oh, not just like a touch screen. Yeah. Or was yeah. that... No, that was a dial. What am I talking about? There were buttons probably for a cassette tape. That's probably what those were for. No wonder I couldn't get that radio station in. Uh, I was yeah. hitting eject. Yeah, never. <laughs> for some reason when you said that, like the way you described a car radio, my brain automatically went to like a an eight track yeah. sort of radio. Yeah, I think that might be what I'm thinking of because my mm. parents, my dad definitely bought a car that he was going to, he restored partially and uh, had an eight track player in it, I remember. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. It's pretty old. Yeah. I'm an old person. Yeah. This concludes old Kevin's old technology corner. <laughs> Here on 101.1 FM. Tech Corner. Old Guy Tech. <laughs> Old Guy Tech. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to the show. This is a, actually a mini-sode, as yeah. they call it. We decided to do a mini-sode this week just because we felt like it, and we make our own rules. Yeah, we live by our own rules. You know us. We're a couple rebels. So what we've done this week is uh, in preparation of Christmas time, Yeah, uh, we are the holiday season. We kind of we took a look back at some old uh, articles. We use the Library of Congress uh, newspaper archive, which we use for episode 100. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed looking at old the newspapers. So we thought, why don't we look up some Christmassy holiday themed things to chat about in a little mini-sode here. We're going to make old news cool. Yeah. So this is an old news mini-sode. Yeah. 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 Old, an old news-a-sode. 
old news so yes yeah. and if we can get someone who's good with song parodies to take the song susudio by phil collins <laughs> and make it old news newsio <laughs> old news newsio <laughs> you're the one you're hired yeah that's perfect that's i got ex- the job you guys that's the vibe we were going for i'm so glad you could be here for my promotion if you could see me i just spun around in my chair like the voice and i just picked <laughs> tiffany <laughs> that's also how we met (laughs) i heard your voice in the bar and i spun around i'm like who's talking over this loud 80s rock and then uh, for some reason you had luscious hair like kelly clarkson (laughs) i did i was like wow look at that guy yeah it's been a rough rough decade (laughs) (laughs) you've never seen kevin he still has those luscious locks just go on believing with that yeah Yeah. it's just uh, completely bald in the center but Mm -hmm. uh down the sides long i like rapunzel yeah they call me rapunzel on the sides or the dog the bounty hunter <laughs> god, it is a dog the bounty hunter look <laughs> oh god yeah so we uh so christmas is around the corner for us yeah we uh kevin and i celebrate christmas if you do not i think that you will still enjoy this episode um regardless of what you celebrate um and uh cheers to you and your celebrations but today's episode is going to be all about um, old timey Christmases. Old timey Christmas. And speaking of, and, uh, old timey Christmas uh, reminds me of new timey Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to quickly say, uh, if you check out our show notes on wherever you're listening to this podcast, we have some links and notes about some of our favorite small businesses. Yeah. Small businesses such as Katie Box Press, KT Coaching, uh, Marcola. R- Revolver Records. And Revolver Records. So check it out. Some places you may want to spend some cash this holiday season for your loved ones or for yourself. Yeah. It's uh, it's all up to you. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, check it out. We wanted to make sure that you are aware that those things exist. Yeah. Go straight to our show notes and, and those are available on every episode and that'll really... Then you don't have to remember what the, what the website is that we say. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. Discover new things. <laughs> exactly. Pass tell it on to your mom. Tell them the Dylan sent you. Yeah. Yeah. They'll know what that means. They will. <laughs> They'll think it's like the Dylan brothers. <laughs> they will. <laughs> you know Matt and Kevin Dylan? Well, one of them. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first episode that we've done since uh, Thanksgiving, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving if you were celebrating uh, that day or if you just ate a lot of food because you wanted to. That's cool too. If you do that on the regular, also okay. Yeah, take it from us. (laughs) We're eating right now. Uh, No, we're not. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, okay, yeah. Um, So yeah, again, we went to the Library of Congress uh, newspaper archives. They have uh, stuff from all over the country from the late 1800s through like 1963 for I some reason. I think it goes like even earlier, like 1600. I think you might be right. It, yeah. It's a it's a lot of news. But what we did was we uh, settled down a range uh, because otherwise it's too overwhelming and I would pick everything if I could. And, you know, um, so uh, we did 1900 to 1920 as a range and specifically search for things that were christmas or holiday related yeah exactly one of the first things i came across was a an ad and we'll post these pictures too on our social media as well yeah Uh, but feel free to look through the library of congress newspaper archives like we did absolutely this is from the bismarck daily tribune from saturday december 22nd 1906 and it is an ad for a store it says santa claus's headquarters grand display of holiday goods and useful holiday gifts useful i like how everything was very official in the 19 early 1900s yeah absolutely yeah 
It says, for months we've been gathering our great assortment of holiday goods, and never before have we exhibited such a complete line of useful holiday goods and toys in all caps. Cut straight to the chase. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Useful While goods and toys. Very useful. Yes. They don't want to send you. You're not getting garbage here. Uh, it says, while our assortment is the largest ever exhibited, shrewd buyers are making their selections early to get the choice to get the choice of the line. Yeah. So if you're not right there, well. Too bad. Too bad. And this is from a company, a store called the A.W. Lucas Company. So so what are some useful gifts that it's outlining here, Kevin? Well, first of all, I want to mention the A.W. Lucas Company. I like how stores just were named after people back then. Yeah. Like now we have Target, which I don't believe it's named after like William Target or anything like that. It's, it's just a, probably uh, William Target. <laughs> right. William Target. Right. Yeah. The French, yeah. the French uh, consumer... Uh, store builder but you know americans <laughs> we're just gonna pronounce a target <laughs> and of course walmart sam walmart yeah you yep. know right is that the yep sam, sam walmart, walmart right. who also had his own club for a while he did a very adjacent to walmart it was a very exclusive club yeah lots uh, of bulk, yeah. a bulk club uh, but back then it was just like named after people it was just like well i'm starting a store i'm just gonna name it the jc penny or Woolworths. Or Woolworths, right, yeah. right. Now it's Hot Topic. I don't think it was like a Lance Hot Topic. <laughs> I feel like it'd be Lance. It's you? Hot Lance Topic. Hot Lance Topic, yeah. yeah. So this is some of the some of the things that they mentioned here are some of the exciting goods and holiday goods and toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first headline says, Dolls, Books, Guns, Toys. Yeah, those are all useful. That pretty much covers it all yeah. right there. Yeah. And... Yeah, something for everyone. Something for everyone. There's also a doll department. Do your doll buying now, now while the assortment is complete. That sounds what weird. What does that mean? I don't know, but right underneath that is horses. <laughs> it just says horses. <laughs> just people buying horses. Like if you went in, into the toy store, the toy section at A.W. Lucas, was there just like a bunch of like livestock and horses there? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I would hope not. Uh, rocking horses were big in 1906. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm ink stands it were says, rocking horses big then i'm guessing so it's it's in it's in uh, bold lettering on this ad rocking horses and shoe flies oh okay sorry i didn't know if it actually specified rocking horses yeah. or just like actual live horses okay <laughs> well for under Both. the horse category it says in every variety ranging in prices from five cents and up okay that's a pretty good price okay. for a horse yeah uh ink stands and smoker sets in a large variety Okay, an ink stand makes sense. That's what you used for like a quill and a pen and writing. But what about, what's a smoke set? A smoker's set. Oh. I'm not sure what a smoker's set is. And why there'd be a large variety of A lighter and an ashtray? That could be. Uh, Maybe a matches holder? That's probably what it is, actually. It's probably like one of those like big marble desktop ashtrays. Yeah, because a lot of people probably would have smoked pipes and Mm -hmm. cigarettes, obviously. Yep, and opium. Uh... Underneath the uh, the next category listed of useful holiday goods, it just says drums. Mm-hmm. And then under, underneath the drums, it says, all boys want them. Pa-rum-pa-bum-pum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Merry some, Christmas. Some other useful, under useful holiday gifts, it lists a few different things. Uh, a new sewing machine, $65, which is... Uh, Wow, that's actually really expensive. It sounds like it's a lot of money back then, right? Because everyone had their own sewing machine, for the most part. I think a lot of people still made their own clothes at that point. 
Yeah, what was sixty five dollars in nineteen oh six? That's got to be with the inflation calculator. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's probably like five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, I would guess. I would guess so. Let's not look that up. That's yeah. a lot of money. We, we make can us take depressed. a guess and yeah. just assume that we're wrong. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, couch covers in many beautiful designs, prices ranging from a dollar fifty to ten dollars. Wow. Wow. Okay. But the uh, the items that really caught my eye here were the curtain category. It has they have lace curtains, uh-huh. cable net lace curtains, for example, mm-hmm. Brussels net lace curtains, Nottingham lace curtains, and then at the very bottom, odd lace curtains at exceptionally low prices. I feel like those are like the leftover pieces <laughs> that they just assemble together. Like it's like the sausage of curtains. <laughs> right. It's like a, it's like the beaded like the like just a row of beads hanging down. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like how you get into the back room of like a, an they adult had, bookstore. Well, they had those in the 20s. They, they must have, have, right? Yeah, they had those kind of curtains. I, I think I recall there being a picture where uh, <laughs> like in my grandmother's house growing up, there was like a, I, maybe I made that up, but I, I think I, I remember seeing like a beaded sort of curtain <laughs> as part of the house. So all available at the A.W. Lucas Company. Also, there's another uh, heading for roosevelt bears and other novelties right now is that what we know as like the teddy bear right the roosevelt bears oh yeah that's what you mean yeah and lamps but the picture of a lamp they show is like a like genie like a genie lamp but like a genie lamp doesn't actually what does a genie lamp do it doesn't like light up does it pour your tea you're right it's like (laughs) i'm not sure like like i've never thought of that until just now like whenever there's like a genie lamp and someone rubs it in a movie it's, it's not, not like a there's no light bulb involved right it's not plugged in i don't know but also why were these really popular in 1906 like genie style lamps they may have been they may have been may i have think been. they may have been mm-hmm. but yeah the aw lucas company look for it in your local mall uh but yeah i thought that was interesting those uh the, the things that were popular like i was really fascinated by finding out what toys and things pe- kids wanted then and what things were being sold to people yeah. Uh, it's very like, uh, I don't know if the utilitarian maybe is the word. Mm-hmm. Like some of these things are very sort of uh, like home goods or horses or ink stands. Well, if if I can add on to useful gifts or things that people would buy during the holiday season, let me toss this ad your way. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. So this one is uh january 29th 1919 and so this must have been like just after the holiday season people are like all right i got my new dress and my new sewing machine and all the useful things what am i missing that i was too embarrassed to ask for (laughs) underwear (laughs) (laughs) so this is uh from the rock island argus um, which is in Illinois, and it's advertising the L.S. McCabe and Co. The greatest underwear sale in years. In ye- we've been waiting in years. The the next great underwear sale didn't come along until like Victoria's Secret had like their <laughs> semi annual sale right. for the first time, and it was like wow. That was like ninety seven, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, to wait. that's like eighty years. Yeah, that's that's eighty years of Commando right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. What was going on at this underwear sale? So you save one third on all winter underwear. Wow. One third beginning Thursday morning, January 30th, a great three day sale of all winter underwear in all caps. Winter underwear. Winter underwear specifically. Is that like a furry thong? 
I'm not I'm not sure. Huh. I'm not sure. But the deal goes on to say one third off of all women's winter underwear except silk. Oh, of course. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. So it's probably wool. Uh, one third off of all men's underwear. Everything's included there. Why is there always exceptions with the women's underwear, huh? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, one third off of all of children's winter underwear. Everything also included there. Uh, and then it goes on to say, without explanation or apology. <laughs> That's what it says? Yeah. Without explanation or apology. Or apology. I'm not sure what they would be apologizing for. Were people maybe offended by an underwear ad in the newspaper th- at that point, maybe? I, I don't think so. I mean, this is quite a large ad. <laughs> uh, it's a large pair of underwear they're selling. For three days, your choice. Well, that's nice. Very, very generous. Our entire stock of men's, women's, and children's winter underwear accepting women's silk underwear, including union suits, vests, pants, shirts, and drawers. <laughs> drawers. In uh, all cotton, all wood, wool and cotton, and wool and silk at just one-third less the price of the regular prices. So it's huh. like an after-Christmas sale. Oh, okay, yeah. On underwear. Like a boxing day for boxers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining winter underwear in 1919 being like burlap filled with lard. You know what I mean? Like just something very like not super stylish, but also <laughs> it keeps you warm. You want fat in your underwear? Yeah. I guess that makes it's like sense. a layer of blubber in there <laughs> to protect your own layer of blubber. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, so you're thinking it's like burlap wrapped around lard that is <laughs> right. then around your waist. Yeah. Or part, like it's. And bits. Yeah. Or it's like He-Man's underwear, which is like it was a big furry underwear. Mm-hmm. Like a like an exotic like several exotic animals had to lay lay their lives down to keep your crotch warm in 1919. I think I'm assuming that this underwear is probably like long underwear. So like you see, um, like people with a butt flap. Oh yeah, that's that's probably winter underwear. That's winter underwear. It's not just like a pair of Hanes with like some fur on it. That's right. That's where my mind went to. Um, the last thing is that it's kind of like um kind of similar to one of the things that you said, like you better get in here. You knucklehead knucklehead uh, to those. We say this affords an unusual and exceptional opportunity. See, it's special. I mean, marketing <laughs> hasn't changed that much for saving on immediate needs. Others who have supplied immediate needs will be wise to look up next year's supply for such savings opportunity may never present itself again. Very wordy, though, the uh, advertising back then. (laughs) Yeah, they want to really captivate you, pull you in along for the story and let you know this will never happen again. (laughs) This is your last chance for a third off of all underwear except silks. Except silks. Except the silks. We have to make an exception for silk. You know how expensive silk is. Mm, Yeah. You, That's you know. a lot of worms to make it's that a up. A lot of worms. We also use those worms to line the crotch of the underwear. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it's it. It's safe. Just don't get it near your mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. I think we're You're so used to... wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're so used to reading like Facebook posts and like very and tweets and like quick things and not necessarily well-written things anymore that that ad it sounds so eloquent this ad for mm-hmm. underwear from a hundred years ago yeah like it sounds so it's like wow look at this prose that's used or even like um like tv commercials uh, i don't recall them being like so loud and in your face as a kid um but like 
there's a lot of TV commercials that are like, bam, 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 you know, sale, sale, sale. Yeah, Come down right. here and get this now. It's the Toyota thon. And you're right. like, oh my God, I feel panicked. I guess I need to buy this. Like you're, you're yeah. like, yeah. like frightened into buying things. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That is kind of what advertising is. It frighten, It is just frightening you to, is your home safe? You need to buy the safety device for your house. Like everything is very like, you might not be pretty. Buy this new makeup and cream. Uh-huh. Like everything is like yeah. a, to play on a fear to get you to buy something. Absolutely. That's I pretty think much that's what like it is. the heartthrob of. So anyway, guys, if you are feeling like you need a pick me up, go right now to our show notes and click on that <laughs> drinkmarcola.com. Yeah, no, but really, I mean, drink Marcola is really delicious. So you should have some. You, you really should. Yeah. Um, it's like if we took something like that and, and scared people into buying a product like that from right. one of our favorite small businesses. It's just like, really silly yeah it really is but it's effective clearly because that's why it's being done right yeah but the ads back in the in the 20s they were just very eloquent like you my lady and gentlemen need new underwear and please take this opportunity to partake in our sale that is now going on on december 30th through 31st thank you and uh, i appreciate your attention (laughs) they also still play on the idea that you might feel left out yeah, isn't that interesting? It's yeah. uh, definitely like these psychological games were figured out a long time ago with advertising. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so fascinating. I love it. <laughs> it it's, really is. It, um, I Yeah, it's just cool to me. Cool, cool, cool. Um, did you have another ad? Uh, yeah, the other thing I had on here was from the... Uh, Another ad I came across was from the Union Times from Union, South Carolina Mm -hmm. from uh, December 19th, 1913. It was a large ad for the Great Christmas, well, the Great Xmas store. Oh. You will find something useful and appropriate for every member of the family at this store at Big Bargains. Appropriate. Yes. It's the Hewitt, uh, a store called Hewitt's. And it says, and their slogan is, Meet me at Hewitt's department store, the growing store. What does that mean? The growing store. Does that mean it's like expanding? Maybe, but does it expand while you're in there? Do you like get like you have to walk farther and farther to leave? It just keeps growing around you. Oh, wow. What a nightmare. It's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. I can't get out of here. I must continue shopping. But there, the thing that I thought was, there's not a lot to this ad. It's just mainly just a list of things that are uh, for sale, but without a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. But the first th- headline, the, the first kind of sub heading of the, of the overall ad, it says shoes, shoes, shoes in exclamations, which is like something we would still see today. I yeah. Think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it just, and mentions, uh, the greatest shoe value ever offered to the American people. That's a bold wow. claim. That is a real bold claim. It's men's strong, heavy work shoes guaranteed to be as good as the best. These so are nothing to compare it to, these but are as good as the best. They're as good as whatever you think is the best. <laughs> I like that most of the advertising is just, uh, again, it kind of, I think it speaks to this time period and we'll see that a little bit with some of the letters to Santa that we'll get into too, is that everything was very, stay tuned for that. Everything was very work oriented and very serious. Like the, the gift is strong, heavy work shoes mm-hmm. for the strong man that needs mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. Like it was very it's practical. Yeah. Lots of practical a complete stock of children's shoes from 98 cents all the way up to $2.50. Wow, that sounds reasonable. Hats and caps. We're pleased to say that we have the best line of hats to offer ever at the lowest price ever. 
It's very... Ever. These are very bold claims. Forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other columns I thought was funny, it says, read, is to draw your attention to it. <laughs> it says, read these three great specials. And the great specials are 36-inch perkles in all stripes and checks. I don't know what that is. Perkles. perkles. Can, you, can you spell it for me? It's P-E-R-C-A-L-S. Uh, is it perkles or perils? Maybe it's perils. It's hard to read some of the, the lettering here. It's a it's a type of cotton. A closely woven fine cotton or polyester fabric used especially for sheets. Ah, well, well, good news. It's only twelve cents per yard. Wow. Yeah. So that must have yeah it must have been a, a, a fabric that was being sold for people to pair with their. $65 sewing machine. That makes sense. As you described in the other ad. Yep. And one of the other uh, 36 inch mezzanine silk and then also 27 inch dress ginghams. All stripes and checks. Yeah. So it would have been, uh, yeah, lots of uh, fabric so that um, traditionally mothers would make uh, dresses for their family, like their their girls and themselves and probably the little girls dolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then underwear, special low price on underwear as we bought before the advance in cotton. I don't know what that means, the advance in cotton. I don't know. But, but a couple it, years later, there's going to be the greatest underwear sale there, there, <laughs> there ever really will is. have been. Although for a pair of heavy fleeced underwear, we're talking 39 cents. Wow. It's pretty good. Wow. For heavy fleece. Heavy fleece. It's pretty good. No breathing room there. <laughs> None whatsoever. You will be in a constant sweat down below the entire winter. What a delight. <laughs> That's heavy fleece. <laughs> hey, Peterson, look at you. You look a little different in the pants there. I'm wearing heavily fleeced underwear <laughs> from Hewitt's. You know, the department store, the growing store. <laughs> See, uh, you would have been great. You would have been great to sell their things. <laughs> I had one more ad and then we can get into the fun Santa stories um, because I think um, those are delightful. But the last thing I wanted to do uh, have here was this was from Arkansas in December 21st, 1917. And this is an electrical ad. So it obviously like things that were electrical were so new then. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was fun. Um, but it says, give something electrical this Christmas. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. And it has like a picture of Santa with a general electric, um, like, uh, uh, belt buckle. Oh, really? And then he also has a flag with a general electric, uh, emblem on there as well, which I thought was interesting. It's like, like this store's obviously only selling general electric right. stuff. It's from uh, citizens electric company. Hmm. Um, Where was that again? What was it located? Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah. So some of the electric appliances that they list here, I didn't realize they had electricity in Arkansas at that time, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they have it now too. <laughs> they, they, they do. Um, I don't think we have anyone who listens in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, if you are in Arkansas, write us a letter. Yeah. Tell us tell us about what electricity is like there. Um, <laughs> Send us a copy of your electric bill. Are you using more or less than your neighbors? Yeah. Uh, inquiring minds. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, it has uh, a coffee pot. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize they had electric coffee pots then. Yeah. 
Um, an egg rack? An not, electric egg rack. I'm not really sure what that would be used for. I feel like that you're like electrocuting the eggs. Maybe you're like boiling them, like lowering them like into water. But if it's electric, I don't think anyone wants to do that then or now. <laughs> uh, they weren't sure how to use electricity yet. There were there were some mistakes made <laughs> with the appliances. You, know, you haven't heard of that company anymore. They were sued years later no. from the, the great electric egg incident of Arkansas history. <laughs> um, they have uh, a couple of different um, baking dishes here, like a, a chafing dish. I'm not really sure what that's for. It's a combination electric cooking outfit. Oh. So it's like... Like like a hot plate kind of thing, maybe? Kind of. But, I mean, it's like four different pots that you must have plugged in somehow. It's very interesting. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I uh, Just type in early Arkansas electrical appliance disasters <laughs> you'll see that ad <laughs> and then it also has a picture of a christmas tree and i'm sure this must have been so exciting the first time also probably terrifying with when they figured out how hot bulbs get um <laughs> on a dry tree but uh yes look up the great arkansas christmas tree fire of 1919 probably a step up from all those candles they used to put on the tree that's true too so yeah but it has a picture of a, a christmas tree with lights on it that, um, would, that must have been pretty cool and it says an electrical christmas a merry Aww. christmas and yeah just imagine like how i mean you think about like the world's fair in chicago for instance like the excitement people must have seen when they saw mm-hmm. everything lit up yeah. like that must have been so cool to have yeah. never seen that before i mean we're dumb monkeys so like we're so excited about explosions in the sky when it comes to fireworks right, you know what i mean right, like, yeah. yeah but ooh, nah. um but it's just seeing like a, a christmas tree lit up for right. the first time with lights where you just plug it in and it's like <gasps> right in your own home like imagine home. seeing that in your own home for the yeah, first time yeah it well, must have been really magical to be a kid then for absolutely. that those kind of things like that yeah the twinkling lights like it just must have been mm-hmm. so sweet and magical yeah. and that's that's really neat really really neat i agree so i wanted to share that that's pretty cool i yeah. like that um okay so do you want to get into some of these really fun little letters to santa yeah yeah let's let's check some of these out so we found a lot of um you know people i guess if newspapers are still around they are right uh this certainly would happen in our, in our local papers growing up you would have letters to santa and uh, we found some uh some of these from out from the uh, ages here um going back to again december 19th 1913 the same page that included the ad for hewitt's you know hewitt's the department store the growing store oh yes yes uh, at the bottom of that page from the uh times union in south carolina there were a, a section of letters to santa okay and uh the first one that caught my eye was from young alvin willard mm-hmm. who said dear santa i want a horse and firecrackers and some raisins your friend elvin wow can you imagine asking santa for raisins yeah like i can't even wrap my head around that i feel like that was kind of common throughout like it, you'll see that it is yeah absolutely through throughout all the teens mm-hmm. raisins raisins and like oranges and like fruits fruits and nuts, and nuts. yeah you see yeah. a lot of that which is so interesting because now 
like it's you know a playstation 5 i need a new ipad i s- still using an ipad 3 and you know how the operating system can't mm-hmm. get upgraded anymore this yeah. is like a five-year-old writing a letter and uh but now it's like elvin just wanted a horse and some raisins and he would have been happy yeah like what happened to the world <laughs> <laughs> but i find that uh, a lot of the definitely a lot of um also the, this uh, next one too uh dear santa claus this might be from elvin's sister uh, dear Santa Claus, I want a doll and carriage a, and a tea set. I am nine. Your friend, Clarice Willard. <laughs> and then the next one underneath that is, dear old Santa, oh, how good I have been. Would you bring me a big doll, a little piano, uh, a little piano and a bedroom for my big doll and plenty of nice fruit and nuts medium size please you've had big small and now medium right exactly <laughs> william hames oh uh and then the next i noticed that skipping through some of these letters that a lot of kids wanted uh dolls and carriages like a horse and carriage must have been a a popular thing well uh, uh a carriage for a doll would have been like a stroller oh uh, that's see i was thinking because mm-hmm. a lot of them had horses listed so then there would be like a horse and a carriage i put the two together but i think you're absolutely right because there's also usually a doll thrown in here somewhere as well yeah see yeah. my mind went to a different thing i thought a horse and carriage i put those two together yeah. not the doll in the carriage yeah but that makes much more sense like i don't think kids are playing horse and carriage like well what are you what are you playing there timmy and sally well we uh we take people around central park on this horse and carriage we have a business you see <laughs> they do that in other countries <laughs> but i guess you know, um is it like i don't know which which country where like the person is the person as i said oh the person, the person. <laughs> well it's pretty meta <laughs> the here. person is the one who who like takes the carriage it's not a horse oh yeah yeah that happens around everywhere i think right yeah, the yeah. rickshaws or whatever you call them is that what they're called i think that's what they're called. i don't know i don't know if that's the right term but i think that is okay yeah the way you describe that that's it was like those little kids playing that but not knowing that that's a thing right right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna t- transport people i'm in the taxi business see <laughs> uh dear santa claus it will soon be christmas and i want candy and things just candy and things that's nice leave it up to santa's choice yeah and santa don't forget the white billy goat and harness for him also bring firecrackers from that's r.e fincher so firecrackers were a thing too i noticed in a lot of these letters yeah a lot of boys wanted firecrackers guns uh, like this next letter dear old santa claus it's been a long time since you were here so when you make your visit this year stop by my house and leave me a lot of presents i want a rifle fireworks candy nuts and all nice things i will say goodbye i am your friend fred colson they always throw like little kids always throw that in at the end like i'm your friend that's so cute please bring nuts it's so precious (laughs) it is really cute (laughs) so that's from the uh from the union times in jonesville is it not jonesville uh there's an ad the store the growing store hewitt's is in jonesville south carolina <laughs> this is from union south carolina but uh, then there's one other other letters section of letters to santa too but if you want to check out some of yours we can check out some yeah ones you have yeah first. so um yeah i have a couple different ones but we'll start off with prescott daily news and that is from december 16th 2016 in arkansas i don't know why a lot of my things came from arkansas did you say 2016 
Oh, no, nineteen sixteen. Oh, okay, okay. I'm very sorry. That's okay. I may have misheard you, but I thought I heard... 20- I may have said 2016, <laughs> because I, ha- I just wrote 12, 16, 16. Uh, okay, and so, your mind went to 16. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, so it was uh, December 16th, 2016. Um, and I don't know about you, but in a lot of these letters to Santa, it was always like this kind of like, I don't know, uncomfortable representation of santa like he doesn't look friendly he just looks like like a a man that you're like you steer your children away from <laughs> like the artist it's like an artist rendering of santa right yeah, it's not like an actual it's, photo it's like a artist rendering of a mugshot. <laughs> it's like have you seen this man have you seen this man like it, if you accompany that oh god have you seen this man you'd be like no i haven't but i'm gonna stay away from him he looks like he looks like how hillbilly jim looks now Who's that? He was a wrestler. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. He was the mayor of my hometown. Oh. You know, you know Hill, Hillbilly Jim. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I have three that I want to read and talk about. So in this one, there's like lots of goats, lots of wagons. Uh, Arkansas. Am I right? Um <laughs> But I imagine that was kind of something that everyone across the country at that time probably would have been asking yeah, for. Pro- yeah, I think so too. A lot of uh, a lot of people wanted horses, goats, and candies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal things. So this one says, Dear Santa, I would like for you to bring me a billy goat and a wagon. Now, if you haven't enough goats for all the little boys, bring me a drum army pistol with a big box of shells. Wow. <laughs> and I'll get my own goat. I'll get my own goat. <laughs> uh, Santa, don't forget the poor little boys and girls of Prescott. Aww. Bring me three books, fireworks, and a knife. I like that this kid... <laughs> it's like a little... It's like he reasoned with Santa. It really is. If you can't get me this, then I guess I'll settle for this stuff. But don't forget the other little boys and girls... And also remember these things for me. <laughs> I like how he's like, if, if you don't have enough goats, give them to the other kids. I'll take weapons and ammunition, firecrackers and knives, please. Yes, please. And <laughs> three books to read how to do them. Yeah. <laughs> it is really weird. And three books about concealed weapon laws in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one. I, I gotta get through this. Get through it, Tiff. <laughs> oh, boy. Dear Santa, I am a little boy as mean as the rest. <laughs> but still, I like old Santa. And I want you to bring me a Boy Scout suit, a train, and a camping tent, and all kinds of fireworks and candies. <laughs> fireworks? Were there just fireworks going off constantly in the 1920s? <laughs> Your little boy, James A. Duke. Or, nope, James M. Duke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for getting that straight. We don't want him to sue us. <laughs> I, just, I am a little boy as mean as, as the rest. mean as can be. Bring me these weapons and candy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look, I'm a mean little bastard. Please bring me knives, guns, and a Boy Scout suit. You wanted a Boy don't, Scout suit. Don't worry. I'm, you know, <laughs> Boy Scout's honor. I am mean as the rest. <laughs> I imagine like on Dece- like December, like the evening of December 25th, historically was just fire. People couldn't sleep because there was just fireworks going off everywhere. 
(laughs) (laughs) It was like March of this year. And shooting guns, like a little kid shooting guns into the sky. (laughs) (laughs) What a Christmas, huh, Mitch? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The little kids run by on like their own little homemade horse and carriage. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then this last one, also from Arkansas. This is just a short and sweet. Dear Santa Claus, I want oranges, apples, firecrackers, and some of everything you have. I'll take one of each, please. Your little friend, Tom Watson Ward. Oh, I love when they sign him like your little friend. That's my favorite thing about letters to Santa. They're always like, your friend, your little friend. Don't forget your little friend. And I also like it when kids will specifically name other children or like don't forget like my cut like there was one where that i forgot to look at or i forgot to mention before where it was like make sure you bring something for my sister and so and also my neighbor so-and-so wanted this like they like put in all this time to like like they got santa's attention they're trying to help out their friends and their neighbors i thought was really (laughs) sweet you know do you have that one why don't you pull it up and read it yeah i think it's somewhere in here my favorite one about this one is uh the the sum of everything you have like this kid was straight and to the point and then also was like, by the way, I'm real greedy. I will take everything that you're willing to bring my way specifically if you could. Thank you. Well, here's one here. This is a different one, but um, it's the same kind of idea. It says, dear Santa, pl- please bring Kate a piano and a tea set. Bring Otis an, Odom- an- bring Otis an automobile. <laughs> bring Otis an automobile and wagon and harp and horn and some fruit wow otis is kind of demanding uh bring howard a fire engine and chad a fire wagon and hook and ladder bring roland automobile and bring me fairy tale book much obliged alberta ruff much obliged <laughs> much obliged <laughs> that's so cute yeah and there was another one here too it was very similar where it mentioned the it specifically mentioned their neighbor which I thought was really sweet. Um, so there's this other one that was actually from a Mississippi newspaper um, in Water Valley, Mississippi, December 19th, 20, or, oh my goodness gracious, I just did it again. December 19th, 1919. Uh, and this one says, Dear Santa Claus, I am a little girl 10 years of age, and I want you to bring me a big doll and some fruits, nuts, candy, toys, and some little dishes and firecrackers. And don't forget mama and papa, brothers and sisters. I will leave the rest for the little children. This is all, dear Santa. Look on the dining room table and get your supper. (laughs) Bye-bye. Anna Irene Cruz. Aw, that's really cute. So she, she was concerned not only for like you know, uh, the other kids making sure that they get what they want and, you know, don't forget my parents and my brothers and sisters and don't forget to eat your supper. It's really important. You need your strength. (laughs) Like this, this person grew up probably to be like a nurse or something to Uh, take care of people and make sure that everyone's okay. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. So many, um, so many kids are like this really kind of compassionate like that. I know. Oh, it's so sweet. They're like, don't forget so and so. Also, bring me nuts and candies and oranges. So then you have little shitheads like James M. Duke. Yeah, one of everything, please, <laughs> but mostly knives. <laughs> That's me, James Duke, future knife thrower. I don't yeah, know. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Imagine him like. 
<laughs> he joined the circus and became an expert knife thrower. <laughs> uh, the other one I wanted to look at was from, uh, oh, I think I don't have the newspaper. I think I cut the that part off. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so this was another section of, of letters. And um, one of them that stood out to me that this particular, the way this newspaper did it is it had like a headline for each little letter. So like one said a magic lantern, one says, don't forget her. Oh wow. Like different things like that. So one of them was head, the headline was rough rider suit. And I was like, what? It says, dear Santa Claus, I wish you would bring me a suit of clothes and a pair of shoes, rough rider suit. So I looked up what rough rider suit was. And I think, there was a few different uh, incarnations of it, but the first result that I had was the sort of safari-looking suit that Teddy Roosevelt would wear. Okay. I think that was like what they considered a rough rider suit Okay, as he led the uh, cavalry in the Spanish-American War, mm-hmm. which I thought was like an odd... But And that was... I think this was from the early 1900s, and that was in the late 1800s, so I think there was a little bit of a... The kid probably saw that somewhere, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. He wanted a rough rider. I was like, "What's a rough rider suit?" Yeah, I never heard of that before. I thought it was like, uh, like DMX or something. Isn't it like a rough? Isn't it like a rap group called like the Rough Riders? I don't remember. I'm not that cool to know the what that means. Me either. Um, but the other one of the other ones I found here was um, one of the other ones that the headline for it was Postal Telegraph Boy. And I was like, okay, what's that mean? So it says, dear Santa Claus, my name is Bertram Lukes. I am six years of age and in the second grade. As I have not written you since last year, I thought I would write and tell you what I wanted for Christmas. I would like to have a dozen nice handkerchiefs, a couple of nice neckties. So again, like like a lot of the gifts that people wanted were very practical. Is this Paul F. Tompkins' grandfather? (laughs) Might be (laughs) very practical gift. Like I need I need some new kerchiefs. I need some new ties. A new pair of shoes. So that I may pair it with my brand new suit, which you will also bring me, please. (laughs) But the other item, (laughs) the other item after the serious business was in a very funny game called the Postal Telegraph Boy which we'll get into. Dear Santa, I would like you to fill my stocking with goodies and give me a pretty tree. I would also like you to bring me a pair of wooden roller skates. Oh, dear Santa, I think you will stop. I think I will stop now and leave something for poor children whose parents cannot afford to buy them things for Christmas. So please take these poor children something. So goodbye, Santa. I will write you again next year. Again, Bertram Lukes from a town called Pitchford, Pickford place. So that really struck me was, first of all, he, the shout out to the poor kids. I thought it was very nice. Shout out to the poor kids. Shout out to the poor kids. Uh, also that he wanted handkerchiefs, which was such a bizarre gift to me. Mm-hmm. But also the a funny game called the Postal Telegraph Boy. Yeah, what is So I did a little that? research and uh, there is an app, there's a Google app where you can like r- go through like stuff that's in museums. I forget what it's called. What? Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember we went to that one art gallery last year in Buffalo and we had that, um, there was like that Google app that you could like scan a picture and it would kind of tell you about it. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I, I used it cause I was, um, reading like probably things next to it because you were so cool. You already knew all the information cause you're so smart. No. Well, that's probably, that's what I thought because you are very smart and you do know a lot of stuff. but so anyway i found a a, something about a board game called telegraph boy or merit reward is also what it was called Uh, but this is from the strong national museum of play they actually have a copy of this game oh 
okay. uh, down the road from us in good old Rochester, New York. If you haven't been to that museum, it's so fun. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's just, it's a great time. So this is what the cover looked like. The Game of the Telegraph Boy is what it was called. Wow. Okay. It's a, it's a board game and like the board, it looks kind of like a traditional Whoa. board game where there's like pieces and you move them along spaces on yeah, the map. Yeah. It looks like a maze. Yeah. It's kind of what it was. And it was a game created by the McLaughlin brothers in 1888. And so I wanted to re- understand what this, what was the, the telegraph game, telegraph yeah. boy game. Yeah. So it's the, so from the, uh, from the strong national museum of play, several game manufacturers produced board games in the late 19th century pattern after the rags to riches juvenile literature written by Horatio Alger during the same period. These games all bear similar titles in gameplay, which involves beginning as a baseline laborer and persevering until one becomes the president or boss of the whole business. So like the board games were about kind of a rags to riches story where you started off in as like the, the postal boy, but then you ended up being in charge of like wow. Western Union by the end if you won the game. You know yeah, I mean? it's like the American dream. So it kind of, yeah, it kind of instilled this kind of work ethic attitude. So that it was a fun game, but it also kind of taught you about life and rolling up your sleeves and really getting in there and making something of yourself, which I thought was very funny that that idea was kind of entrenched in juvenile literature and games and this little clearly more well-off boy he, you're right he wanted and the, the kid wanted neckties and kerchiefs handkerchiefs you know what i mean and so, he was like don't forget the poor kids yeah exactly mm-hmm. it says mm-hmm. the games appeal to game buying parents who hope their children might learn from them similar to encouraging them to read Alger's fiction uh, mclaughlin brothers of new york produced several versions of the game under different titles the Telegraph Boy's secondary title, Merit, Merit Rewarded, demonstrated Alger's themes and the underlying message of the game, which again was this kind of rags to riches type story. And it seems like it's like a, um, like I feel like Monopoly is much more greed driven because you like the idea is to like buy up everything and yeah. then if. And then you could end up in jail. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird. Yeah. And this game is like, like reading a little bit about the game, like you're moving around, you move a cardboard piece around the game board and you might land on something that says you advanced to becoming the box inspector of the postal service. Like it's all like you you got a promotion. Yeah. That's great. It was all very revolving around like about work. Man. That's cool. But he called it a very funny game. So I don't know what his sense of humor was. So I'm sure they had to have made it somewhat fun. Otherwise, why would you want to play? Like, hey, kids, play a game where you pretend to go to work. (laughs) Oh, fun. Just you wait. Uh, He he probably only needed to wait like two more years before he was eligible for (laughs) child labor, right? Right. Right. He actually was the postmaster general. Already. Yeah, he's really good. So he was like, this is it. This is going to be how I'm going to figure out how to get that promotion. (laughs) Um. Wow, that's really yeah. neat. I wonder if you can get that anywhere yeah, still. Yeah, we should. Well, uh, there was like a, I did see somewhere like on an auction site where it was like $800 to get a, a copy, like a well-kept copy of the game. No, I just want to play it. <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, <laughs> well, Tiffany, Merry Christmas. Here is the game I yeah! bought it for you. I, I spent $800 on this game. God, Lord. <laughs> I am not going to be promoted to box inspector. Or will I? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like there's a promotion in your future. <laughs> uh, 
but I, I love how no the quid pro quo here. <laughs> but I just like how the uh, like it just speaks to such a different time, right? Of like the kids just wanting fruit and nuts in their stocking for Christmas, games about advancing in the American dream and getting a job and getting promoted, and just so different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a few more articles or a few more, um, not articles. So used to saying that, uh, a few more little letters to Santa here, Mm -hmm. if I may. And, um, so this one is from the Daytona daily news on December 17th, 1915. Um, and it's (laughs) what caught my eye too, was that the top of this little, list here it says santa claus gets many letters from the little folk which i thought was really really sweet and then on the right it has an ad for um uh different markets that are selling you know christmas turkeys and stuff and um one of the things on the side it says for christmas are fresh killed turkeys oh god and i was like oh that's a wow that's really straightforward it's freshly killed Freshly killed by the gun your kid got for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so there were three here that really caught my eye. And this this first one, um, I I, this child must have been a genius. (laughs) Um, Dear Santa Claus, I am a little girl, almost two, and I want Santa to bring me a doll and a little go kart. Also, a broom and, of course, some candy and nuts. With love to Santa from Nancy Howard. Wow. So, Nancy Howard was a a little girl, almost two, who could apparently consume candy and nuts, even though she probably has almost two teeth. (laughs) Uh, I feel like this was... And wrote a letter. Yeah, like very pretty good for under two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i like how it was clearly like uh things that the parents wanted like i know i know we need a new broom put in a broom in there put how a broom can how about candy you want candy uh no honey i want nuts <laughs> all right okay. i'll take candy nuts. you take nuts and we need a broom all right all right good good let's get that letter out there all right sign this nancy thank you they actually had the kids sign it though i know yeah yeah <laughs> for authenticity <laughs> <laughs> uh this next one is a little sweet um i thought Dear Santa Claus, so many of the children will be asking you for presents, which will cost such a lot of money, that I thought I would just wish you will have a very merry, happy Christmas yourself, and will live to see many more happy ones. Aww. Yours sincerely, Vinnie Drake. That's all he wanted. Six months old. He- <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. That's a smart kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was really sweet yeah. this kid didn't want anything he just Aww. wanted to wish santa happy uh, happy and a merry christmas that's really like, that's nice. so nice it's like no one ever asked santa what he wants for christmas I know. it's like when i was at the dentist <laughs> recently and, and they asked me how my teeth were and i <laughs> and i didn't real because they you know going to the dentist they have the mask on and they also have a shield over themselves mm-hmm. i have a mask on if before until they start working of course and there's noises so you didn't quite i didn't quite hear what the what the dentist said she had said to me how are your teeth i thought she said how are you so i go good how are you how about you 
And she goes, oh, no one's ever asked me about my teeth before. Aww. And I was like, oh. And I just kind of played it off like, yes, I was asking about your teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like a, clearly a just misunderstanding. But her teeth were good, right? Her teeth, she claimed her teeth were good. She Excellent. had the mask on. I didn't look. That's all that matters. <laughs> <sighs> just as sweet as Vinnie Drake you are. Yeah, oh, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but nuts in this stocking. <laughs> <laughs> no stuff stockings there. Um, so there's um, this last one here. And yeah, I'll, I'll just read it and we can talk about it. Dear Santa Claus, I would like a basketball suit. I am 15 years old. Yours truly, Harry Kreitzberg. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, yours truly, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> this kid okay there must not have been like any sort of uh illusion that santa wasn't real or was this this kid's way of like well my parents won't listen to me to what i want for christmas so i'll just write in this this letter to santa Yeah, 15's a little late isn't it yeah that's pretty late that's a we got the youngest at almost two like and then 15 like you're almost able to to get your license you shouldn't you should probably know not to write a letter to Santa. Shoot. What? A, this is nine or yeah. 1915. This kid was probably old enough to get married. This is right. He's middle aged at this <laughs> point. <laughs> he's actually, <laughs> but yeah. he's actually, he's actually receiving a pension for the job he worked as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was so crazy. I was like, dang 15 and, okay. and wearing a basketball suit too. Yeah. I imagine it's like a, like an actual suit, but with like, a number on the back of it because everything was very proper back then. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is um, another one, I'm not going to go through and read it, but um, maybe we'll post it on our Instagram um, and other social media sites so that y- you could see it too or even post a link so you guys can see all these. But um, And read through and find your own. But um, there was this thing that I came across and it was from... December 1911 and it was uh, also from that uh, from Rock Island, Illinois and it was this thing that said why I believe in Santa Claus and basically it was a bunch of adults um, that they list here who listed like their reasons why they believe in Santa Claus and um, it spawned from this little girl who had written to the newspaper uh, to the editor and said so-and-so told me that Santa Claus isn't real. Is it true? Is Santa Uh, Claus not real? So all these people just like, like gave their reasons why they believe in Santa Claus. And I thought that was so sweet. That is really so stinking sweet. Just to Uh, like save, save like the, the idea for that little girl to still believe in Santa Claus. Uh, And I was just like, Oh, that's really magical. Yeah. I love it. I I love when a town comes together to help a kid. Yeah, it's it's the best. <laughs> it's really it's the nice. absolute best. Uh, so this is from a newspaper called the Ordway New Era, uh, December eighteenth. Tw- uh, nope, December eighteenth, nineteen fourteen. And uh, I think that uh, considering the uh, kind of year that everyone has had, I think it's really important that we all try to keep our spirits up and um despite how we might feel maybe we feel angry about things or maybe we're feeling defeated about things but um it doesn't matter uh uh we should we should uh 
do our best to to keep our spirits high. So I wanted to share this little thing from 1914. Um, and I think it applies to not just Christmas, but year round. So it's called The Right Christmas Attitude. Beware of uttering pessimistic and cynical remarks about Christmas and Christmas joys. If only from motives of vanity, abstain from grumbling during festive seasons, for nothing so surely fixes a person's age as disagreeable remarks about the utter futility and absurdity of keeping Christmas. However well-preserved, however free from gray hair, wrinkles, and other distressing marks of devouring time, be sure that your Christmas attitude will not give you away. Hi-ho for the holly, this life is most jolly, is the correct attitude. It is the attitude of the child. And at Christmas time, the immortal child which lurks in every human being wakes to life if we do not frighten it and allow it to creep back into its hiding place for want of encouragement. Grumpy, disagreeable people naturally do not like Christmas because it shows them up. Even at a time when so many nations are at war, let us rejoice, for ours is peace. The new era wishes you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> so let's hope that That's next wonderful. year is our own actual new era. And, it, and you know, next year is a, a bit better than last year was. And uh, we, we, take, we take the, the, the positive hi-ho jolly into the next year with us. Yep. Hi ho for the holly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This life is most jolly. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that was great. I love that. Yeah, me good, too. Good, uh, good sentiment for these uh, these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that folks, that uh, that's gonna. That's it. That's, that's it. Our show. That, well, that's it. <laughs> well, that's it. Bye. That's it. Roll credits. No. Um, <laughs> well, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, check out the uh, Library of Congress uh, website. There's lots of cool articles on there if you want to. We'll we'll share the stuff that we looked at on our social media. We'll include the links, hopefully, to all the Dear Santa letters and maybe some bonus ones to uh, our show notes so yeah. that you can go there, you know, find those little businesses that we love, and then also go through and read some of these letters to Santa. They're so funny. It's a great idea. Yeah, we'll definitely share those. So uh, check us out at fakeheadlinespodcast.com you can also check us out on instagram and facebook at fake headlines podcast and also on twitter at fake head pod and uh, if you're listening to us on apple podcast hit the five star button if you want to write a review please go ahead and do so you don't have to but at least click it on that five stars just kind of keeps us uh popping up for recommended shows uh similar sounding shows similar uh comedy shows so it helps us key uh, helps us stay not stay relevant but stay visible in the charts yeah, yeah yeah and of course always tell your friends um we hope that you really enjoy this little bonus episode we had a little fun uh researching it and uh yeah, yeah. Uh, next time we're back it'll be a full regular episode yeah, and we're uh, we're filled with the holiday spirit and we hope that you are too thanks for checking us out and we will see you next week <laughs> bye